Hey everyone, welcome to the Headlines Podcast presented by the Coast News Group. I am Ryan Wolt and this is the Headlines North County San Diego News Recap for the past week. It is Wednesday morning, February 24th, 2021. Before I get to the local headlines, this show has a great sponsor in Casa de Bandini at the Forum in Carlsbad. The Coast News and Casa de Bandini have teamed up to give away $50 gift cards for some great Mexican food. Just follow at Coast News and at Casa de Bandini on Instagram. And then like, share, and tag a friend as soon as you see the Casa de Bandini giveaway post in your feed. And now for our news headlines. This week, the United States reached a tragic milestone when the 500,000th death from the COVID-19 virus was reported. Flags throughout the county were flown at half-mast. The continually climbing total is already more than double the projected high watermark made nearly one year ago by White House officials and Dr. Robert Redfield, director of the CDC. The projected 100 to 240,000 total deaths was considered worst-case scenario based on the presumption that a majority of Americans would engage in mask wearing and social distancing. 3,189 of those total deaths were San Diego County residents. 152 additional deaths were reported in the past week. In more positive coronavirus news, to date, 751,659 vaccines have been administered in San Diego County. 184,843 of those were second doses. And while San Diego County is still in the purple tier, the county is trending towards the red tier, which would allow for further relaxation of some coronavirus restrictions. At the time of this recording, the county is reporting a 4.8% positivity rate, which is well below the red tier threshold, and an adjusted COVID-19 case rate of 22.2, which is still significantly higher than the threshold of 15. But for the sixth week in a row, it is again below the previous week's total. Total new cases did increase week over week to 4,398 reported for a total of 257,350 confirmed cases in San Diego County since February. Sixth graders in the Solana Beach School District have returned to the classroom. The school district is aiming to have all of their grade levels back on campus by March 1st. The Solana Beach District has been bringing students back to its seven school campuses in phases since October when students with disabilities returned in special day classes. Board Vice President Deborah Shaddy, speaking on some possible next steps, suggested that teachers should begin wearing double masks, as recommended by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, to further inhibit the spread of COVID-19. The district has implemented several mitigation strategies to ensure the safe return to the classroom, including requiring face coverings for all staff and students, barring students from mingling with other students of different grade levels, enforcing a six-foot social distance policy, and implementing staggered arrivals and dismissals from campus. Youth competition in sports such as football and basketball could resume sooner than anticipated in San Diego County, with the state revising its guidelines to allow those activities in counties with relatively low rates of new COVID-19 cases. The revised standard allows for the resumption of outdoor high-contact sports in counties that reach an adjusted daily average of 14 new cases per 100,000 residents. As mentioned, San Diego County is currently at a 22.2 case rate. But in counties that reach the 14-case threshold, they will be able to resume basketball, football, ice hockey, lacrosse, rugby, rowing, crew, soccer, and water polo. Resuming football, rugby, and water polo will also require weekly COVID testing of players and coaches aged 13 and above, with the test results made available within 24 hours of a competition. Governor Gavin Newsom said the state would absorb the cost of the required testing. 
The guidance applies to all forms of organized youth sports, including school and community programs and private clubs and leagues. The Marine Corps Recruit Depot San Diego has welcomed the very first wave of women recruits in the base's history. The female cadets will train alongside the men as the Marine Corps continues to march towards basic training gender integration. Until last week, all women recruits attended boot camp in South Carolina. But in December of 2019, Congress ordered the Marine Corps to fully integrate both of their recruit depots. Paris Island by 2025, and San Diego by 2028. The women that arrived in San Diego will make up one of six platoons in Lima Company. In a joint statement released during a Del Mar City Council meeting on Wednesday, the City of Del Mar, along with the City Manager Krista C.J. Johnson, announced that Johnson would be leaving her role with the City effective immediately. No further details were given on the nature of the departure. The news comes one week after Johnson was placed on paid administrative leave, following two separate closed-session performance evaluations at the beginning of February. Johnson had just begun her term in the position in February of 2020, after replacing longtime City Manager Scott Huth. The Miracosta College's craft brewing program has been recognized as the only community college certificate program of its kind in California to meet the standards set by the Master Brewers Association of the Americas. Certification by the MBAA assures that the Brewtech program at Miracosta meets an array of standards, including preparing students for entry-level positions at either large-scale or craft brewing businesses, employing a lead faculty member with extensive experience as a leader of an operating brewery, facilitates industry internships, and provides the facilities needed to hone brewing skills and techniques. Miracosta is one of two MBAA-approved programs in the state, the other is at UC Davis, and it is one of just 14 in the nation. The Brewtech program enrolls two cohorts each year with 16 to 18 students in each and has a job placement rate of 80%. The Psychedelics and Health Research Initiative at the UC San Diego received a $1.3 million grant from the Stephen and Alexandra Cohen Foundation to fund a clinical trial investigating the therapeutic potential of psilocybin in treating phantom limb pain. Psilocybin is a naturally occurring psychedelic compound produced by many species of fungus, including the so-called magic mushrooms. Phantom limb pain is pain originating from parts of the body that are no longer present, such as an amputated arm or leg. It is a form of neuropathic pain that actually originates in the spinal cord and the brain. The grant will fund the first randomized, placebo-controlled human clinical trial examining the safety and efficacy of psilocybin in patients suffering from chronic phantom limb pain. The trial is also designed to explore the brain mechanisms involved, including possible alterations in brain circuitry. Research at UCSD on psychedelics began in the 1970s with the work of Mark Geyer, a professor of psychiatry and neurosciences emeritus and co-founder of the Psychedelics and Health Research Initiatives program. Geyer conducted basic research on the behavioral and neurobiological effects of psychedelics. Ex-NFL tight end Kellen Winslow II, who committed sexual offenses against five women in northern San Diego County, will be sentenced to 14 years in state prison next month following a modification made to his original guilty plea. The 37-year-old son of former San Diego Chargers legend Kellen Winslow previously faced a range of 12 to 18 years in state prison, stemming from a 2019 trial, plus guilty pleas in other counts. Sentencing for Winslow, who initially faced a life in prison on the original charges, is slated for March 3rd. Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez introduced a bill aimed at improving worker conditions at warehouse distribution centers in order to minimize on-the-job injuries and prevent worker exploitation related to quota systems. 
Assembly Bill 701 would require employers to disclose the work quotas their employees are expected to meet and would prevent employees from being punished for failing to meet a quota if that quota doesn't allow them to comply with health and safety laws or was not previously disclosed to them. AB 701 would also require Cal OSHA to propose new statewide standards to minimize injury and illness risks for warehouse distribution center employees. In announcing the bill, Gonzalez took particular aim at Amazon for the conditions at its warehouses, which she alleged have forced workers to weigh the risks to their health versus that of losing their jobs. Amazon did not immediately respond to a request for comment regarding the proposed bill. A statement from Gonzalez's office alleges that Amazon workers are injured at double the average rate of the general warehousing industry and triple the average rate across all private employers, outpacing on-the-job injuries for coal miners, lumberjacks, trash collectors, and even police officers. The lawmaker's office also alleged that the employee expectations have been accelerated due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and employees have been fired for failing to meet increasingly rigorous expectations or pressured to violate safety rules in order to keep up. In Carlsbad, the city council recently amended the Village and Barrio Master Plan, granting itself complete authority over approving permits and development plans in the Barrio neighborhood. The master plan, which was approved in two parts in 2018 and 2019, was amended to change the approval authority from the city's planning commission to the council with a three-to-one vote, with Councilman Keith Blackburn and Mayor Matt Hall recused. Aspects of the development now under the council's purview include site development plans, conditional use permits, coastal development permits, and variances processed in the Barrio. Finally today, we shout out the Kelly Elementary School's robotics team, which includes 5th graders Olivia Johnson, Connor Marshall, Bradley Lyon, Emery Cramond, Alana Gomez, Morea Marchi, Bailey Benton, and 3rd grader Griffin Marchi, who are striving to increase school inclusion efforts through various projects including authoring a book in honor of their special needs teammate and donating the proceeds to a nonprofit that raises awareness about the special needs community. Over the past year, the Como Fun Robotics team has expanded its scope thanks to the group's inspiration, Bailey Benton, a special needs teammate diagnosed with autism, Down syndrome, and cerebral palsy. Since the Como Fun's team's focus this season is on fitness, the group helped design a chariot for Benton, allowing her to run with her friends and family. The team runs with Benton twice each week while wearing masks and also partnered with Ainsley's Angels of America, a SoCal special needs nonprofit. As the COVID-19 pandemic wiped out running competitions, the team joined a virtual 5K run through Ainsley's Angels, raising $3,005 for the nonprofit. In addition to those outside-of-school projects, the team created a student inclusion leadership program at Kelly Elementary, which has two students per class acting as conduits to create a more inclusive atmosphere for special needs students. Finally, the team decided to get into the world of publishing. Team member Maria wrote a book titled Innovate 8 and the Original Adventures of Opal. The team hopes to eventually get the book into all of Carlsbad's elementary schools. Those are the key Coast News North County San Diego headlines from the past week. Thanks to all of the great Coast News reporters, including Dan Brendel, Dustin Jones, Samantha Nelson, Steve Petersky, Bill Slane, and Tigus Lane, whose stories I recap every single week. You can find all of their stories and so much more on thecoastnews.com or grab a copy of the Coast Newspaper. You'll find boxes outside local businesses all over North County. And be sure to get on Instagram and follow at Coast News and at Casa de Bandini for a chance to win a $50 gift card for some delicious Casa de Bandini Mexican food. Check out their full menu on casadebandini.com. 
And if you've liked this Coast News podcast, please consider supporting our programming and independent journalism by becoming a monthly supporter. Click the support link on the coastnews.com podcast directory or in this episode's show notes. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the show. Your ratings and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, really help other listeners find a hyper-local news show like this one. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. I'll be back next week with your local North County, San Diego, news headlines. Headlines.